Real estate agents often use jargon and we assume everyone knows what it means. Whale, net, gross, in real estate, rentals, commercial, sales. What does it all mean? Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode 398. Real estate jargon. Let's talk about it. Mark, there's a lot of terms that, yeah, it, because we do it every day, it just comes off the tip of the tongue. We abbreviate words. We use non-English words as words. And buyers... You do more. I do. I make up words and you just assume people just know it. And a lot of the time, yeah, you just assume and the tenants and owners and clients must be like, oh, I don't know what that means. They Google it. And yeah, so this morning, yeah. let's talk about some of the most common jargon terms used by agents and let's help. And, let's help and some out. of these some of these words that agents use are a little bit shrewd and can cost you money if you don't understand them. So it's not, it's not just the concept of not understanding or understanding, but it can be used to um, vary a negotiation. So it's got to be, they're important, eh? 100%. And I think uh, net and gross would be the biggest two um, that could cost clients money or basically not money. understand the deal. So, Mark, what is net and gross? How's it used? What does it mean? All right. Well, look, we know net and gross in general. Let's assume you don't. Okay. Let's go yeah. from the beginning. So basically, uh, commercial lease. Let's use commercial lease. It's probably easiest for the illustration. Uh, it's a little shop. It's a, it's 500 a week for a little shop. And uh, you ask the agent, Mr. Real Estate Agent, how much is this? And the agent says, this is 500 a week. And you go, oh, that's cheap. And he says, plus outgoings and you go oh, okay now what what is the reality is that it can be costing you an extra 100 bucks a week but you thought it was 500 a week because the agents framed it up in commercial terms yeah exactly so those commercial terms are what uh net which would be minus the outgoings and gross which would include the outgoings because, Mark, you just want to know how much money you're getting in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so you do. you're like, all right, let's say my mortgage is $400 a week and the income that's the figure displayed is $500 a week and you're thinking, great, I make $100. But then you don't understand uh, the difference between net and gross and let's say the figure quoted was gross $500 and outgoings are $150 a week, like council rate strata, and you're actually getting $350 in your pocket. And so you went from making $100 a week to now it, your cash flow is down $50 a week. It's a, it's a big difference. 
And where it becomes confusing is that doesn't happen in residential. So you may be bobbing along for five or 10 years paying rent residential, decide to throw yourself into a commercial lease for a business. And the framework's different because of what we're talking about today. Yes, and then as Luke says, yield, and then that directly converts into a yield mark. So a lot of the time you may look, you, you, let's say you go, I'm borrowing money at 2%. I, my accountant says I, I need to find a property that's generating a 6% net yield. You see a property advertised at 6% yield and you're like, well, okay, that's great. This is the one for me. But then you don't realize they've quoted the gross yield, which means you've got to deduct the outgoings off the rent and then calculate the yield. And it may end up being a 4% net yield. So it's very big to to know the difference. But then, Mark, it gets a little bit tricky, doesn't it, when people go, oh, it's a net-net or a net-net-net lease. Do you want to go Triple through net. that? Triple net. So, so, you know, and look, we're, we're talk, it's a big topic today because we're not only talking about sales, but we're talking about rental leases, leases and rentals as well. But in the, in the, um, in the rentals world, so, for instance, Woolies, uh, Empire, a service station, they actually they actually have triple net leases so you can actually you can push on to the tenant absolutely everything and what i mean by that is you're effectively just giving them the land they will put the structure on they will maintain the structure they will pay the land taxes on behalf of the landlord they pay absolutely everything uh, which is more common uh, for that for the the longer tenure, the bigger dollar sort of leases, uh, and that's where they get that they get that triple net um, offering. So, you know what, guys? At the end of the day, who cares how you slice the cake up? How much money is coming out of my pocket as a tenant, and how much is coming into my pocket as a landlord? That's all. It's a it's the dollar doesn't change. It's either this many dollars in or that many dollars out or that many this many dollars in that many dollars out. It doesn't really change, but it's almost. I find it's almost used. What are those? What are those fighter? <laughs> you know those fighter jets when a missile gets fired at them, mm. and then and then the fighter is it a scatter? A scatter the flares where they just where they shoot off yeah. flares and defend yeah. Becky. Yeah. I find real estate, it's because like, it's the same thing, you know, like a missile's coming my way, full stop. But it's like real estate agents or landlords almost like convoluted on on purpose yeah. in order to dance, you know, like yes. let's dance with you, Mr. Tenant, and let's see where we get at the end. And, and you know what, Michael, you know some of our key landlords. Some of them put on a pretty amazing dance. They do. <laughs> It'd be in the book of Wagonomics. <laughs> <laughs> in um, the book of Wagonomics, yeah, the actual because if you advertise the dollar it would probably would have been treated different but when you go up against these landlords because they've actually got you know net gross data outgoings they end up negotiating really cunningly uh yes. so so it's incredible how they would do that is they'll quote $500. They won't say if it's plus GST or plus or including outgoings. You say, yeah, I'm happy to pay $500 thinking it's all included. And they go, no, no, that's net. It's plus GST plus outs. And before you know it, it's 700. So you've just got to be um, very careful. Now on the next one. Well, uh, it's, ba it's, big... ba it's baiting. It's baiting. Yes. It's baiting people in at a lower price is what it is. 
and move another one is even outgoing you may hear the word outs and i find a lot of people they don't know what is outgoings and what's utilities especially in commercial like a lot of people especially when you're looking at bills and leases there's a there's a difference between outgoings which are like council strata yeah. uh, land tax compared to utilities like water electricity wi-fi waste removal so there's a distinction there that you need to uh, dig deep in to find out because it can really add up and what you said mark with like a Woolworths and a triple net lease uh, that tenant would be paying all of it insurances fire safety but sometimes a lot of people just get away with saying net and then the tenants just paying council strata but you still got your land tax um everything that way what are some other key terms mark that we can help screw explain. you <laughs> screw you <laughs> that means offer accepted uh, and with another buyer <laughs> both parties equally unhappy great negotiation <laughs> um that's fair uh <clears throat> gst is one and i know we i know we're talking about that but that in these whole outgoings that always gets bloody lost as well. That the the, um, the incoming buyer assumes or tenant assumes that GST has been quoted because that's how the world works at the moment. And uh, and in the commercial world, it's more often not quoted. It's plus. Yes, very good. Um, also, whale inspiration for the background today, and we're not talking about the. Um, the animal whale. You're not, when you're, you're not talking about me? No, not you. Up, Just above up you. Up two weeks. Yeah, two. Yeah. Not like Luke um, Marini jogging every day doing 400 uh, kilometres. How many days are you up to now, Luke? 7Ks a day. Are you still – because I think you hit 1,000 and I think you're going for more or hit 500 by memory. Um, but whale, so very important when you're, you hear this terminology used, especially if you're looking at a property with multiple tenancies. So maybe a commercial building and you've got three shops and two offices. And as an investor, you just want to know the security. So the whale is the average length of lease remaining on all those properties. So if you've got, uh, let's say, two. Uh, two tenants, one tenant has five, uh, let's say six years on the lease left and one tenant has three years on the lease left. Then the whale is you add them together and divided by the amount of tenancies and that gives your average. Just like you'd work out if you're looking, you want your average cricket score and you've get, you count up all your innings, runs divided by the amount of innings and that gives you average same with a lease in a building count up all the average the years remaining divided by the tenants and that's the whale so you'll commonly so you'll Michael, commonly uh, just to just to repeat does that if a lease is a three by three and they're halfway through the first three do you consider that extra extra plus three when you're doing the whale no it's only the net so that on a lease halfway through it would be 1.5 yeah so you're commonly okay. hear an agent on their advertisement, instead of saying 10 leases and all the dates, they'll just say whale is four years. So the lot, the bigger you can get that number, the, the good the tenure of tenants that you have on that site. 
Yes. For some, it may not be better though if it's yep. a development site or something, or if the leases are shit. But you know, it's uh, it's better. Also, um, what about residential? Anything in that sort of PM side of it? Uh, inspections between vacate and utilities. Ingoing, I know there's a utilities. Talk us through that. Yeah, yeah. So when you're a residential tenant, um, you are if you are in a house, you are expected to pay the usage of water nothing more, nothing less than the usage of order, the services the landlord will pay. If you're in a unit, believe it or not, guys, but most unit blocks in New South Wales don't have separated water usage meters. Mm. So that comes under your strata levy. So when everyone has a whinge about strata levies, just remain, remember your water is in there. Uh, you don't basically get a, you don't get a um, a water usage bill in a strata in the majority of strata buildings. The ones of late they've started putting usage meters in individual units, uh, mm -hmm. but you know it's pretty incredible. So, uh, in terminology, when you're looking at outs for a tenant in a residential house, you're just going to be paying for your water usage and your energy. That's your utilities, maybe gas. Uh, what else? You've got vacancy. What else? What else is what else is is uh, the old Nova's talking today? Is uh, the old Nova's talking? I'm a speaker uh, today. Ah uh, yes, yeah, tell us about that. What, what are yeah, you and Lisa that's doing? Looking, that's why I'm looking really. That's why I'm looking dapper. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Um, also, I think that's a wrap. Anything else you want to add on to there? Nah, Nothing um, gross ones because I always get asked that a lot. So we really wanted to cover that and any other terminology um, that people had, and it's bring awareness of just to really dig deep in any of the data and the terms because it can really change a deal. And just remember, the net and gross is actually meant to confuse you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. because <laughs> like, at the end of the day, we'd all talk one dollar. Like, it's all negotiable. Yes, it's all negotiable. Like everyone wants to advertise the lowest price, get as many people through. So if you put the all-inclusive price, it looks higher and it's easier to get in front of people and explain it through. But that's the beautiful thing about commercial. It's um, a lot of negotiation. Oh, incentives. So incentives on the a new lease can also mean rent-free period. So rent-free period, incentives, um, and then your annual increases, which are generally fixed or CPI. CPI is a big one. A lot of people, um, consumer price index is like the inflation rate figure on what you would add on yep. to a lease. But a lot of people like fixed. But I think that's a wrap, Mark. Yep. Beautiful job today, Michael, if I do say so myself. Keen to hear yourself and Lisa speak today at Lee Woodward's conference. Where's that at? The, leader, the leadership conference, which is all principals of real estate agencies across Australia have all travelled to Novotel, Brighton, Lasands to hear the best speakers in the country helping real estate agents, helping real estate agents to help you, the consumer. Help tenants, me help landlords, you. everyone. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Stay tuned for more. Take care. Bye. See you. Bye, bye, bye.